sing, receive offering, song, dismiss them. I just don't want the, the devil to think that we're just going to just be the same way every time. So I wanted to change it up a little bit tonight. See, they were all ready to get down, and then the mindset was changed. So I'm giving them a chance to get back into it because we're going to be instant in season and out. So let's sing another song to the Lord.
and I choose not to follow it, I'm rejecting that, and I need to repent. Yeah. That's all you need to do. You just need to repent, yeah. and then do it. Don't repent and not do it, because you didn't really repent. Amen. Amen. Now, disobedience rejects God's authority, still reviewing, and places oneself in the place of God or as an idol. You become your own idol. You become your own God. When I reject the word of the Lord, when I know to do good and do it not, to me it is sin. So it's not something I accidentally do. It's something that I made up my mind. I know the right thing to do, but I'm not going to do it. And so therefore that is rebellion. And rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Stubbornness as the sin of idolatry. Now, we're going to be talking about over the next few services several different Subjects about who we are to be obedient to. Tonight we're going to cover God. He's the number one. Amen. We need to be obedient to God. Above all else, Amen. God's got to be first. Amen. I said above all else, God's got to be first. Amen. So we're going to start with Him first. And then we're going to get to your pastor. And then we're going to get to your parents. And we're going to get to employers. And we're going to get to the government. Now, as we begin to look at these different topics, we understand that if the government is trying to do us something, get us to do something that's contrary to the Word of God, we're not going to do that. Right. But we need to be careful to be sure it's contrary. Right. Okay. Same thing, basically, with your employer. If he says to lie for him, you're not going to do that. Right. If he says to steal for him, you're not going to do that. Right. You're not going to do that. Now, children, you're in a dilemma. You're still living at home. Your parents are asking you to do something as long as it's not harming you. You're in a dilemma because it says obey your parents. Amen. 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 Praise God. But tonight we're going to look at obey God. Obedience to God. God requires it. We looked at 1 Samuel 23 through 26. And so... Samuel said here in 22, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings? What is burnt offering and sacrifices for us today? Giving. Giving of our time. Giving of our finances. Maybe coming to prayer. Just giving of oneself. He said, listen, that's great. But to obey is better than that. If you're doing all of that and you're disobedient, you might as well not have done it. All right. Verse 23, for rebellion, disobedience is the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry. He goes on to say, because you've rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected thee from being king. Now, Micah 6.8, let's bring that up if we can, Brother Charles. Micah 6.8. He hath showed thee, O man, or woman, what is good? Uh-huh. What is good? And what does the Lord require of what you? What is it the Lord requires of you and I? What is it that he's really requiring you and I to do? How does he want us to live? How is it that he wants us to be obedient to him? But Go to, ahead. But to do justly. We need to do what is right. Amen. Many of us know right from wrong. 
Even if we weren't born again, many of us know right from wrong. Amen. And God requires us to do right. Amen. To choose the good, the right way, not the evil way. Amen. And then it goes on to say. And to love mercy. Oh, wow. Love mercy. I don't want to get ahead of myself because the Lord gave me a message today as I was reading the word of the Lord. So I don't really want to give you a prelude because, you know. I want you to be surprised when you come on Sundays. I like that, where you don't know where I'm going, and all of a sudden I drop it, and it's a wow. That, I like doing that. It's kind of like a good book. You don't want to know the ending before you start reading it. To love mercy. Do you love mercy? Be careful. Because the Bible says if you don't give mercy, you don't receive mercy. So therefore, you cannot love mercy. That's all I want to say about that because whew, I can't wait to Sunday morning if God tarries to preach it. And to walk humbly with thy God. Now humbly, humbly. We know that is yielding. We know that is being prostrate in spirit. So really what does that mean if I'm humbling myself before the Lord? I'm going to really truly obey the Lord. No matter what He asks me to do, I'm going to humbly obey. I'm not going to bow up. I'm not going to say, what for? Why are you asking me this? I'm just going to say, yes, Lord, I'm going to do it. That be humble. You don't go back and say, hey, did you see me doing all this for the Lord? I'm so humble. No, you're not humble. All right? You, you can't be humble. To be obedient is something you're doing without anyone else really seeing you. It's not a tooting of horn. Look at me. I'm giving my time. Look at me. I'm praying. Look at me. Doesn't mean you don't pray in church or worship in church or give in church. But the point is, you don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. You're doing it because you are loving God and obedient to God. Why do my wife and I give tithes? Yes, God required it. That's right. You're right. Yes, there's blessings tied to it. But basically, I'm doing it because he said to do it, and I want to be obedient. Right. I have found this. I have found this. And I, we've already received an offering. Okay, we've already received an offering. I have found this. If a person struggles in giving what God has commanded to give, he struggles with other things in the Word of God. Right. If a person begins to give out of a cheerful heart whatever God has asked him based on the Word of God to give, he is, or she is, more apt to be obedient in the other things. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I think it would be good to have a service one time, Wednesday night possibly, and have testimonies of people that when they first came into the church, how they might have struggled in giving. How may they... Did I hear an amen there? Amen. I didn't expect that, amen, coming from the back real loud. But how they struggled in giving, but then they began to be obedient. And then all of a sudden, God began to pour out financial blessing because by what measure you give, you will receive. Oh, I'm talking about obedience. I'll get off giving in a moment. I'm trying to help you. I really am, because I think that would be a good Wednesday night service. So you begin to prepare for those of you that are obedient givers. And basically, 
if you've ever really had second thoughts, it's 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 really not a problem, Brother Wesley, because I think I heard you when I said, I said, I'm not going to take up a second, second offer. You said, good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> but it's not a problem to be obedient if, if God says, give five dollars. But if he says, because you got a bonus at work, or you got an inheritance, or the stimulus, tax return, okay, get 5000 Oh, you sure we can't go back to $5? <laughs> and there have been people that may not have struggled with a dollar, $5 or $10, but when God begins to show what he requires, the tithe of what he has allowed you to make, the more you make, the more he requires, and if you're not careful, you begin to struggle. Wow. Okay, he could say this, well, let me take all that away, and let's go back and let you just make $50 so you can get five. <laughs> No, God! <laughs> Obedience to God because He requires it. Amen. I think that would be a good service. I want you to prepare. I'm saying that because I want you to prepare. We're going to have people, if you would, come up to the pulpit, breathe, and just share your testimony about the blessings and miracles of giving. Some of you, I know that you struggle. You were afraid you couldn't pay your bills. And so what I said to you was this. You give your tithes, and if you can't pay your bills, you come see me and I'll pay you. I hadn't had one person come to me. Now, I didn't say go out and blow the money on everything else. Give your tithes. That's obedience. If I cannot be obedient in the little things, I cannot be obedient in the much. And Micah said he requires me to do justly. Yes. To love mercy. And to walk humbly before the Lord. Amen. Well, I really felt that. I wasn't prepared to teach about that. You know, the giving or maybe a service, but it's not even in my notes, but I, I really felt that tonight. I, I see your faces. I can tell that I'm right on target. Amen. Praise the Lord. You see, there are consequences by not obeying the Lord. Leviticus 26, 12 through 18. Lots of scripture there. We're going to read it slowly if we can. And I will walk among you and will be your God. And ye shall be my people. Man, I want him here. Amen. I am the Lord your God which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt. Or in our case, sin. That ye should not be their bondmen. Uh-huh. And I have broken the bands of your yoke. Dictions. And heartaches. Made, depressions. And made you go upright. Yes. But listen to what he says. But if ye will not hearken unto me. If you will not hear and do. And will not do all these commandments. All these commandments. Not pick and choose. And if ye shall despise my statutes. Now that, that brings up a point there. He said, basically despise. Could, could I use the word hate? Yeah. Yeah. Detest? Yeah. Why is that in there, God? Yeah. 
I was doing okay until the pastor brought up. Until I read. All his word is pure. Converting the soul. All his word is more precious than rubies. You, you've got to get that. If you, if you can't get that, then there's no obedience anywhere that I can help you with. You've got to understand that every jot and tittle is precious. It's valuable. It's more than any riches that I could ever obtain in this life is the word of God. Or if your soul abhor my judgments, so that you will not do all my commandments, but that you break my covenant, Listen to what he will do. I also will do this unto you. I will even appoint over you terror. Terror. Consumption. Woo. And the burning. Thank you. Okay. That shall consume the eyes and call sorrow the heart. And you shall sow your seed in vain. For your enemies shall eat it. In other words, he's not going to be very pleased with me. And he's going to let me get into a place of misery. A place where I have no joy or peace. Not just that momentary day or so of life that comes. I'm talking about a season of it. And it seems like nothing that I touch works. Nothing that I do works. I need to check myself to be sure I've been obedient. And if I have been obedient, it's just a trial. But if I haven't been, and believe me, most of us know when we haven't been obedient. It's kind of like this. I've got several grandchildren, as you know, and they know where the candy jar is. They know where the pantry and what's in there. And they know, hey, don't go in there without permission. Now, Nana has given them permission pretty much to get sticks of gum and I have to buy gum every week. But all of a sudden we'll find candy wrappers here and there. They know. And when they get caught, they know the consequences. Same principle. Sometimes God says we can have as much chewing gum as we want. But don't you touch that candy until I say it's okay. So I wanted to bring up that consequences. Now, I'm not going to leave you there. Before I finish, there is consequences of being obedient that is good. But I wanted to start out with the not so good. Praise the Lord. I will set my face against you. And you shall be slain before your enemies. Wow. They that hate you shall reign over you, and you shall flee when none pursueth you. And if you will not yet for all this hearken unto me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. Oh my goodness gracious. Seven times more just simply because I took some candy without getting permission. But if I wait and get the okay from God, blessings are in store for me. Deuteronomy 7, 11 through 15 says this. 
Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them. To what? Do them. To what? Do them. Not read them, not memorize them, not know about them, but to do them because faith is obedience. And obedience is faith. Go ahead. Wherefore, it shall come to pass. If you hearken and do, remember these judgments. And keep it. And do them. That the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy. Which wow. he swear unto thy father. I don't know about you, but I want God to remember his promises to me. Amen. Remember I talked about the word if here recently. But if I don't do them. He's not obligated to keep his promise to me. All right. Remember, that is a contingent. I know I've been teaching you a lot, but I think it's important that we get back to understand obedience is better than anything I can do. Obedience is better than the best sermon I could ever preach. Obedience is better than healing. Better than miracles. Obedience is everything to God. Blessings are tied to it. Salvation is tied to it. Peace and joy and contentment is tied to it. Wow. Continue. And he will love thee and bless thee. And multiply thee. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb uh -huh. and the fruit of thy land, thy corn and thy wine, and thine oil, the increase of thy, of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. In the land which he swear unto thy fathers to give thee. It's, it's amazing to me. That by the grace of God, we've been living for the Lord a long time, my wife and I. We've had our ups and we've had our downs. We've had life just like you've had life. But I know what David said is true. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor seen they bread. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what comes our way. It doesn't matter the bills. It doesn't matter this because we've been obedient. God keeps blessing and pouring it out. I'm not ashamed of him being a prisoner. I want to share what he has done. And it's because of obedience. Yes, we're the apple of his life. Yes, I love my grandchildren. But if they're disobedient, there's consequences. But if they're obedient, you want an ice cream? <laughs> Immediately he said, yes. You should have saw that book. <laughs> they know where that is too. But they've learned not to get that until they get permission. Amen. Amen. Or praise the Lord. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. About what? Above all people. Say that one more time. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. Have you ever wondered why somebody is just blessed all the time? Blessed when they come in and blessed when they go out. Seems like no matter what's going on, they're just blessed. I didn't say they were in good moods. There's a difference between blessing and a good mood. Right. Amen. Don't tie your blessings with being in a good mood. Right. Amen. Tie it to obedience. Amen. Well, that brings up another thing. It's easy sometimes to be obedient when you're looking for something. Oh, you like that too, good. I haven't forgot about you saying good when I said when we received the second offer. I haven't forgot about that question. I got two bags up there. I'm just playing with you. And so, disobedience is so, so very important. Because when I'm not in the right frame of mind, 
when I'm struggling. Maybe you have never struggled. Maybe you hadn't had one of those days that week, that month, that year. Maybe, maybe you, you, you've been immune to that. I know young people, you have it too. But I'm telling you, obedience keeps me going. When you can do it when you don't want to do it. Because you know it's the right thing. It's the just thing to do. You finally got to a place that you're going to be obedient. God's going to see it. He's going to reward you. Glory to the Lord. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female parent among you. Or among your cattle. Or among your cattle. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness. All sickness will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. Wow. Romans 2, 6 through 11. Who will render to every man according to his deeds? You see, it's according to my deeds. I reap what I sow. If I sow obedience, I reap blessings. So disobedience, I reap heartaches. To them who by patience, continuance, and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil, of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. But glory and honor and peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile, for there is no respect of person. No respect of persons. Amen. Now, I'm going to close with the next point about being obedient to the Lord. I've covered basically he requires it, the consequences not so good, and the consequences that are good. And now I want to cover this. Have you ever heard this say, you are what you eat? I don't know what I look like then. You are what you eat, right? Yeah. I think I'll just leave that alone right there. <laughs> What's that scripture I got up there so we can go into this? You are what you eat. Oh, foolish Galatians, uh -huh. who have bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth? Who's deceived you? Who's deceived you? Who's twisted your thinking that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Let's go now to the next few verses in Galatians 3. Even as Abraham believed God. He believed God. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. Why? Because he was obedient. He took his only son and went to Moriah and offered him there. God stopped him because he said, now I know you fear God. Now I know you're obedient to me. Yeah. Harm not the lad. Let's continue. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. They which are obedient in the faith, obedient to the faith, are the children of Abraham. Amen. Do I have any more scriptures there? I want to talk about this because who I yield myself serving to. That's who I serve. Whether unto what? Lust unto sin or 
carnality under sin, or through the Spirit unto righteousness and life. You are what you eat. You are what you eat. If you want to grow in the Lord, be obedient to the Lord. If you want to be backpedaling all the time, be disobedient. I want to talk to the young people a little bit. You want to get along at home and want things, you want things to go well. You don't like being grounded? Anybody like being grounded? Then just do what you tell them. Just do what you tell them. You don't have to say, I don't like it or I do like it. Just do what you tell them. You don't have to tell God, I like it or I don't like it. Just do what he says. Right. You won't be grounded. Amen. All of our young people, sometimes they have problems at home all because they don't like what mom or daddy says. And therefore they get rebellious. I didn't say just the word of God said that. They become witches. Rebellion is that the sin of witchcraft. Amen. Right? Right. And so they begin to rebel and they think, okay, everything's going to be fine, but it isn't going to be fine. God's not pleased. Your parents are pleased. And really, truly, you're not going to be happy either. Well, I'll just go away. I'll just everywhere you go in life, sooner or later, there's going to be somebody bigger than you and stronger than you. And it's important that you learn how to submit, humble, and obey. Right. I guarantee you, you better not have any problems with a police officer stops you. Think of your mom and dad as God's police officers in your life. Now, they may not have a gun on them, but they may have a rock. Or, as you get older, for some reason, that's your choice, they're too old to get a spank. You have to parent the way you feel led, but I don't believe the Word of God stops at a certain age. Right. And so what do parents do? They take the next best step they can. They begin to ground them and take things away from them. Young people, I want to stay here for a moment. If you begin to get angry and bitter at your parents because they are trying to help you, you will turn that exactly to God when he takes things away from you. Right. right. Amen. Amen. What you are sowing now is what you become. When you don't get that raise at work, you're going to take it out on your boss. Instead of all right, you have a reason. Let me work harder so I can earn it. Obedience to God because He requires it. There's consequences that are bad if we don't. And there's consequences that are great if we do. The same thing applies in the church, in the home, on the job, and even at school. Even at school. Can I stay there for just a second with our academy students?
You know what you're supposed to do at the scoring table. And when you don't do it, there's consequences. And when you do do it, there's big consequences. Why don't you just choose to do what's right? If you are trying to break the laws in school, you will break the laws in society. Well, it got quiet. Parents are happy about that, but parents, it goes for you too. Amen. 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 The Lord bless you tonight. The Lord keep you. The Lord shine His face upon you. The Lord undergird you. Obedience is better than sacrifices and to hearken than the fat of rams. You're dismissing the fear of the Lord. Yeah, start breaking. Oh.